Yeah, man. I don't like y'all tight. You know, some people perform, you know, ten times better when they're tight or upset or whatever it is. I'll be good, baby. When the show started, I'm good. Trust show started now. I'm talking to you. I'm good. Live on the show. I'm saying hey, you ever. The devil, the yeah. devil always try to work in, in ways he, you know, try to work on us, but he can't get me down. My name's Sidney Dean. Well, there you have it. Sidney Dean is his name. Yeah, but it just got me thinking. Like, I'm curious about, um, what do you call it? Uh, that gummy, I'm losing my choo-choo of thought here. About, like, football players or, you know, performers, people in public office, who when they get upset, that's what really gets them going, and then they all of a sudden way better than they were before. Yeah, you know man. It's it, true. Some people, some people perform better under pressure, and I'm one of those some people. I'm ready. It ain't going to bother me now. <laughs> That's good. That's I'm ready, cat daddy. Oh, we got the cat daddy. So let's go ahead and start the intro. A new intro, by the way, Dean. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Let's Talk with Gales and Dean. I'm your boy Gales, and joining me by way of cellular phone this week. <laughs> hey, man, it's me, it's me, the boy, the insane Mr. Dean. I'm coming through cell phone this week. I'm sorry, but the show must go on, and I still will perform. We still have a great show. How you doing, my black brother? Oh, I'm doing well. I'm terrified about moving this mic because here's, okay, another peek behind the curtain. For you out there and for you, Mr. Dean. Uh, you know, clickety-clackening, right? And with you on the phone, I haven't figured out how I can mute my noise-making behind. <laughs> so I'm just kind of frozen back here like, uh, don't touch anything. But, yeah, man, I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. How about yourself, man? Doing good, man. Doing good. Have, uh, you have a, you know, good holiday weekend. Ah, yes, Memorial Day. Did you yeah, do anything? You doing anything special? Mr. Dean, you still with me? I'm here. What'd you say? <laughs> I said, did you do anything special? Nah, I didn't do anything special. I, I, I snuck down to Tennessee to see my family. They didn't even know I was coming. <laughs> oh, nice. How was that? I love those reactions. Nobody knew I was coming. So, like, nobody knew I was coming. It, it, it was pretty cool, though, you know. Man. Uh, I got to go back in, uh, got to go back in 16 days, you know, get ready to prepare for my sister's wedding and everything. Um, you'll be down at the same time, man. You uh, uh, got to do our thing down there. Mm-hmm. That's right. We will be coming at you live from Columbia, Tennessee, the homestead. Yeah. I know I'll be down there around the 9th and uh, be there for a while. I don't know why I'm promoting that. But yeah, I'm looking forward to actually seeing you face to face and and getting to do this thing with you. That's gonna be fun, man. That's gonna be real fun. That's gonna be real fun. We finally get to interact next to each other. So you get out line, I slap the black off of you, make you lighter than uh Becky with the good hair, as Kwame Brown called it. Oh no, <laughs> I'm not even touching that. No sir, I still don't have enough info. 
Like you can talk yeah. about whatever you want. This is your show too, but I am out of it. I'm all the way out. I I can't with that dude. Whole bunch of nothing, man. Look, I didn't. We didn't even do anything for Memorial Day. You know, hats off to all our, you know, vets and current active members of the military and whatnots. But yeah, me and the wife, we snuck out. You know, outside the city. Well, we were still in city limits, but we went got us a little. Uh, what do you call them? Uh, resort stays. You know. Oh, okay. I mean, you know, because I'm, I'm going to be going away for quite a while, Dean. So, you know, we've got to make sure we get some, you know, quiet time to read and discuss and, you know, other things. She's going to kill me. She is going to absolutely murder me. This is the last show ever because I will be murdered. And you know who did it. Yep, I know who did it. <laughs> yeah, man, you know what? The question I got, man, is it about Memorial Day to drive people to go to the Lakes, I swear. Wait, say that again? Sorry. I, I said, what is it about Memorial Day drive people to go to the river or the lakes? Oh, man. So here's the thing. Memorial Day is a national holiday, which means a lot of people get that day off. And people do what they do on their day off. What, some people just took a nap. I guarantee you. Please, if you're out there, chime in. If you just took a good old five-hour nap, let me know. Because, I mean, you just do whatever you can when you have time off. We uh, <laughs> we regular people. When I say regular people, I mean from low-level millionaire down. We regular people hardly have time to just <sighs> decompress, take a break, take a nap, whatever. So that's, that's probably what's going on, man. You want to get some fishing in, some grilling, you know, one-on-one time with the family. Man, you know, I, I've seen, I've seen a lot of boats with trailers hooked to them, nice trucks, uh, people loading up at store beers, you know, getting their food ready and stuff. It looked like it's pretty good, like it's a good time to be out there on the water, man. I might have to try that next year. That might be something, might have to try it and see that I like it. Yeah, man. Get my inner country out. Get my inner country out, <laughs> buddy. Yeah, man. That go, uh, what do you call it? Uh, you know, check your, your sea legs. Maybe that's a, on the bucket list. And bro, whatever you're eating, please put it down or, or eat it like a ninja. What are you doing? I'm sorry. Your phone, is, boy, picks up everything. I know. I'm sorry. I was kind of hungry, guys. <laughs> oh, I man. Get eat, your I snack on. Look, Dean's going to be balling. He's still, look, half of us, Gales and Deaners, uh, still ball. You know, and Dean is definitely the one. Me, it's a, <laughs> it's a workout to get up out the bed and moving doing anything with these old ligaments but yeah hey, man, man look, you dead all right i still ball i got a ball tonight like when i get done with the show i ain't gonna stop i still act like i'm like 18 knowing that i can't get around like i used to but it's the competitor in me i'll take it somebody said they better than me i'm out there on the court right or the yeah. for that matter yeah, look, Brian Tanner chimes in with me and the wife chilled and watched TV all day. It was phenomenal. Man, Mr. Tanner, what is it about just that one-on-one chill time, man? You know, that, that's that's where it's at. i tell you one damn thing. That sounds a lot better than, you know, if you did go somewhere and stuff, chilling and watching TV and even with, the, you know, the significant other, that's going to save a lot of money. 
Absolutely, nigga. You know, learn to cool off. If you got a boat, gas it up, gas your vehicle up to go wherever you got to go. You know, seems like a lot, you know, a lot calmer, a lot cheaper. Absolutely. And that's what we did. We spent, we did, we put a little investment in on the, the resort, you know, but, man, it was so worth it. And like you said, it's it's one of those things that you do where you, um, I guess the best way of saying it is, is, you know, you're investing in the long-term health and happiness of your relationship. But if you out there, you boot up, go ahead and, and, you know, cuddle up, man. Just spend a day. And uh, Tanner is in the chat saying, I'll still give Dean work all day. Ooh, that's sweet. Yeah, that, that, that step back. I guarantee you that still works, that government. Hey, hey you, tell, you tell Mr. Brian Tanner, I'll be there in 16 days. Wait. You had your chance, Jack. Yeah, so look, I love how Dean is telling me to pass a message on. You are live. You're talking directly to him. He Dean, he heard you. He heard you. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know how clear my phone was going to come through. So that's why I said it. Hey, uh, man. 16 days, buddy, I'll be there. You, you, you can get all the work. You can have it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to proceed. Speaking of basketball, speaking of basketball, <laughs> this is something that I know you ain't going to want to hear from me. And I knew the other night when this happened, you probably like, I got to hear from this fool. What about your boy, Mr. LBJ, taking the L? Series tied up 2-2, going back to Phoenix tonight without the possibility of having Anthony Bay. They will not win this game, nor will they win this series without Anthony Davis. What you got to say about that, big guy? I agree. <laughs> you always, see, you always do this. You make more out of it than it is. I'm a LeBron James, the person fan. I'm a LeBron James, like, I got to respect what he's accomplished in the NBA. <laughs> but that that's about far as it goes. My only curiosity for you and people like you is the amount of hate that seems to be like laser focus zeroed in on LeBron James only. Now let me tell you something. Shout out to your boy Lee Sparkman. He posted something, you know, talking about uh, the anniversary of the famous uh, poop gate <laughs> with your boy uh, Paul Pierce. Where Paul Pierce goes down in game one versus Kobe and the Lakers. He's hurt. He gets carted off in the wheelchair. We don't know what's wrong. He's grabbing the knee. He comes back with the knee band, and he's all hyped up and like, yeah, yeah, like under two minutes. That's not no time to get real treatment. And so he finally confessed that he had to go to the bathroom. And it was like, what you need the wheelchair for? He's like, man, it was that shit, like something happened. Like, just don't even worry about it, basically. <laughs> you know what I mean? He came out and gave them the business after that, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. They showed the highlights. So, my, But my thing is, that existed way before LeBron was flopping around on the ground like a fish. Like, as bad as LeBron is, and trust me, I'm talking to the fans out there, Dean, it is egregious. <laughs> the highest level of tomfoolery. His flops are awful, right? But my thing is, he ain't the only one. Everybody does it. You can't tell me that James Harden out there pump faking, throwing himself into people to get some extra shots, stopping the flow of the game, getting extra points for himself, slowing the game down. Like, come on, man. Like, if you're going to be against flopping, be against flopping. But LeBron James is just one of many. That's all I'm saying. It ain't, it ain't, no, and I agree with you. And that's the one thing I just can't knock LeBron for itself. Flopping in the NBA is, is an all-time high. And, it, and it's getting out of hand. I mean, you can see the dudes bounce back before they even get hit by a body. I was watching, I think I was watching the Clippers 
and the mask the other day, and um, I don't know, it was Tim, it, it was it was a Tim Harley, it might have been Tim Harley Jr. anyway when Kawhi came through the lane. He had already got in the motion of, you know, throwing itself back before Kawhi hit it. They got the call. Mm-hmm. I mean, this shit, this has got to stop. Like it's getting out of hand. Like okay. Play ball, they should start getting fined. Uh, but yeah, start giving texts for every time you know it's a flop. The referees know a flop for somebody really getting hit. You, you you know it. I mean, you know it. And I think the superstars, uh, your, your LeBron, your KD, your James Harden, uh, mm-hmm. Chris Paul, you know, just the superstars, they get away with it a little more just because they're superstars. Right, you, right. you look at a mid-level player, a mid-level player is not going to get away with it. They get that foul call. But so it's more catered to the superstars. And... and all reality, I still don't think it's fair just to be catered to them because it, it, it really do turn a game. You know, like, it can turn the momentum of a game, that call, especially when you're going down there and, you know, so you're going down there, you're trying to, you, you gain the momentum, you're on, you're on a run, you're trying to put yourself on, like, maybe an 8-0 run or a 10-0 run, and you go down there and hit a layup, but the guy mm-hmm. that you hit the layup on, he flopped and it knocked him down. That call, that one little call can shift that momentum that fast, you know. Mm. And I think it's just getting out of hand, man. Like, let, let them play. It's basketball. Who says basketball ain't physical? It's, it's so, but it's so subjective, dude. It's so subjective. Like, it's one of those things of, like, I don't know. Um, like, for me, it looks one way. For another person, it looks another. That's all that means. And, like, I don't know. I don't know what, what to say because you can't have people punching and elbowing in the rib cage like, you know, the old golden days, right? But you also can't have this flopping stuff, man. Like, if someone pump fakes and then jumps into that person, like, just don't call the foul. I mean, I think it's that simple. Keep the game moving. They can't complain and yell, but what does it matter? You're the ref. You're God on the court. You know? Well, you know, you know, maybe I should have flopped that one time you know, oh. years ago when we was in high school. <laughs> uh, a teammate of mine, guys, you know, big guy, you know, oh. big guy, kind of not athletic, but a little athletic, you know, but he bigger, had good feet work. You know, we're doing charge drills, and maybe I should have flopped, and I would have never got my thigh damn near uh, uh, shoved in half. Mr. Gales, you know what? Right in the fire, and, and I set out. Didn't I have a slight tear in my thigh? A slight tear in my thigh. I had to sit out maybe 14 or 15 games, if not 20. And he, all he said was, I didn't do it on purpose. Well, yeah, because you may like, let me tell you, first of all, so he's talking about me, if you haven't guessed it, ladies and gentlemen. But look, this dude, I'm just standing there setting a pick. I can't help it that one, I can't remember who was dribbling. They, I'm talking about textbook. You know, when you do this pick business as a point guard or the person who's the ball handler, you want to rub shoulders. You want to be that tight. And then, instead of going around like he was supposed to, decided to go through, and the person he's supposed to be going through was me. All right? And I'm sorry. I'm just – I just happen to be bigger. And you just happen to be a knucklehead who didn't do like they were coached. Shout out to Jay, you know, Jimmy Young out there, that gummit. Coach Young. Dang, I can't believe you got on here in front of the company and just go blast me like I injured you. You know, I can't believe it. It, 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 wasn't, it wasn't purposely. I, uh, <laughs> me being the player I am, and if you know me, I'm gonna, I'm not going to, I'm gonna go through a screen. Yeah, uh, hard headed. Hard headed. <laughs> so that was just playing hard. It was a freak accident. I didn't think that I was hurt that bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, but then when I tried to get up and run, um, 
story i feel like you, you relive it and you get angry all over again i'm like ding we've got such a great place man <laughs> no, oh. i don't get angry it hurts though man i'm telling you when they say yeah. bad conclusions or something like that and, and people just the ordinary people sit around laughing about that nah that that injury right there that's one of the worst ones you can have because like you yeah. can't straighten your leg and you can't bend your leg and any sudden move that sharp pain hit and let me tell you buddy it hit <laughs> It hit, yeah. like, that's one of the worst injuries I had. But you know, so look, let's let uh, our audience chime in here. We got, of course, Black. Look, let me just let that soak in. Black comments. Ellipses. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he said, <laughs> "Soft bleep, quit crying." <laughs> <laughs> oh hey, man. man! Oh man! Hey, you know what, Black? I ain't even gonna say nothing to you, buddy. I- I'll see you in a couple of weeks when I get home. That's all. Like, I'll see you in a couple of weeks when yeah. I get home. And your boy Brian Taylor, of course. Look, look. Back could have been. He could have been at work, and as soon as me and you came online, he was gonna come get on. Just, just a comment. Oh yeah. Just a comment. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He may be on and off too. Well, I, I, I believe that. So yeah, your boy uh, Brian Taylor, of course, <laughs> replied to that comment saying, "Facts." Old Chris Dudley upset bleep. <laughs> The leap. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and double pointed at him, right? Like it, it surprised Shaq himself, right? <laughs> oh shoot! Yeah, man. So look. Speaking of Facebook, man, I saw that post that you had with the rapper versus Myron um, role, I believe it was. Yeah. That was interesting. Tell tell people a little bit about that. So I made I made a post on Facebook. Let me let me uh, I, I want to say it the right way so I don't everybody get mad. I, I don't know if some people got upset at it, some didn't. So I made a post hey, on man. Facebook, and it was um. It was a rapper, it was a rapper Young Thug on the left, and a uh, former football player that played at uh, my favorite school, Florida State, uh, the Seminoles, you know, big up to the Seminoles. Um, he was on the right. So it said, ask your son to, to name the guy on the left. Now ask your son to name the guy on the right. There's a 98% chance that your son will only be able to name the guy on the right, on the left, which is Young Thug. Um, and it goes on to say, he allowed me to explain, the guy on the left is a rapper and a drug addict who is teaching your son that, is, that it is cool to pop molly, ecstasy pills, sell cocaine to wear, sh- uh, to wear skirts and to shoot and kill other black males. The guy on the right is Myron Rowe. He was an All-American football player at Florida State University. He earned a four-year degree, two, 2.5 years prior to becoming a Rhodes Scholar and if you don't know what that is, that's one of the highest scholars you can become uh, academically. 
and playing in the NFL for three years. Mm-hmm. Well, that Rose Scholarship, the Rose Scholarship is for, um, sorry, just to clarify that, that's the highest, uh, like, athlete, athlete, and as well, wait, hold on, highest athlete as far as, um, you know, playing or whatever, and then yes. best grades, and like all yes. of athletes, it's, it's crazy. Yes, and it says uh, he will go on to graduate from Florida State University College of Medicine in May of this year, prior to starting his own research in neurology at Harvard University. He said, your son had never heard of my role, mm. and our lives emulates and dreams of becoming the guy on the left. Houston, we have a problem. You know, um, that that's that's true. Um, you know, it's um, and I have nothing against rap. I, I listen to rap. Uh, that's, that's not what I'm saying. But you know, you've you can even my kids, even my kids. As much as I am big in sports and stuff, if I was to pull up a picture of my role, they're gonna be like, "Who is that?" He just look like a doctor. You mm-hmm. know, and the moral of the story with the guy making is, you don't have to be a rapper or athlete to be successful in life. Mm. Just other things out there for us to do, to fall back on. I, I put myself in this right here big time because all I thought was football, football, football. And when that didn't happen for me, I didn't have a, a plan B. And that kind of, that you know, that affected me for a lot of years until basically now into my 30s. That, that affected me, man. I was just right. doing different stuff, stupid stuff just to make up for me not going to play professional football. And our kids, a lot of kids these days, they think it's either football, it's either sports or rap, or I ain't gonna do nothing else. Well, that ain't true. Because Marvin Rowe did, he did the football thing and was good at it. He was good at it, very good at it. He played NFL football, but he left NFL football to pursue the career that he really wants to do. This guy left millions of dollars to go and pursue what he really can do. And now he's he's gonna be one of these doctors who come up with cures for, for people with brain injuries and stuff like that. They mm-hmm. probably make more than, than your average NFL player. But and I like being being black and doing it, um, you know, that just that that's a plus, you know, because it shows our young black men that you don't have to be a rapper or athlete or an entertainer to be successful in a millionaire life. There's other things out there to do. You just have to put the time and the grind in in school to do this. You know, and mm-hmm. that's where I think we got to go back to to last week when we were talking about how do we humble these kids these days. It'd be hard. But it's, it's stories like that that they need to look at and read up on that they might look at brush it, you know, brush it off and not really look up on it. Right. But if they really sat down and did it and you see it, then you be like, oh, well, it, it, it's all the past in life I can do. Like I said, I ain't got nothing against the rappers because I listen to rap. But, you know, rappers are being told to rap about a lot of stuff in song for young kids to listen. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about that one time to fill up man-made prisons. Kids don't want to listen to us by telling them that. So that was the moral that they got putting that story. That story right there might have ruffled some people's feathers. Some people might agree with it. I agree with it. I like it. Well, I like my role. And, you know, it's... It's a good, it's a good story to me. So, uh, here's my thing. I like that that um and you know Asha uh, is in the chat with education, education, education. Someone in the comments was talking about how it's not rappers' jobs to raise their children. 
which makes a lot of sense to me. And I think he was kind of missing the point of the, the post, but it is something we have to be careful about, right? Because when it com- what it comes down to, Dean, if your child is going to those rappers and just blindly following them, and what you have to say in your own home holds no sway, there's something terribly wrong in that home. You know, that's, this is something you and I as fathers are probably constantly, you know, anxious about. There's a lot of fear in that. Am I saying the right things? Am I getting through to them? Am I do, being too dogmatic? Am I not being hard enough? All these things that I'm sure other fathers, you know, right here in the chat are probably having the same issues. Like, man, I, you know, I was probably a little too rough on them this time. Or, man, I probably wasn't rough enough this time. But we're always looking for that balance and that sweet spot. And your boy Lee Sparkman chimes in with, don't forget trade schools, too. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. There's so many different ways to do it. But we... As the gatekeepers, we're the first people, right? You know, the parents are the first people our daughters and sons see. We have to establish some level of comfort and trust and authority over our children so that when they see nonsense like that, you know, they'll do like I'm sure a lot of kids do now. It's like, hey, Dad, I'm looking at this thing and they're saying this. What you think about it? And then you can put your two cents in. And now they know the, the child knows how to calibrate, Right. So that's what we gotta be be careful on. But I like that. I like the post. I like what everyone's saying. And education is definitely key to everything. Education is key. Like I said, man, if, if, if I could have, if I would have just, you know, you you were smart, bro. Like you don't you don't give yourself enough credit. I used to see you in the locker room before a big basketball game, and I ain't talking about playing like one of the small schools like here with some. We'd be ready to play against Franklin or or you know Centennial. You know, Hillsborough, and I say those teams because they're the big teams in our, in our uh, region. Mm-hmm. We'd be ready to play those teams, and I see you over there studying for a test for the, you know, for the, for the next day. Yeah. It, it's dedication like that that you was like, okay, let, 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 let me see. Like, Jeremy was like, okay, if I don't make it in the sports thing, I got to have something to fall back on. And you was <laughs> great at the education. If I could have had just half of that work <coughs> for my books as I did with my sports out here today too many resources for people to be successful and that's what we want to see like 
That's why I think a lot of us were put here on this earth. You know, yeah, we didn't make it being in sports and none of that. Mm -hmm. But like you said, we're here to get the word out to these young kids that don't make the same mistakes we did. Do better. And, you know, you can try to talk to them a lot. And it's hard for them. It's harder now for kids to listen to you these days than it was when we were growing up. But maybe if we can get to one, two, or three, then the other kids see them that we got to, maybe they can start a trend. I'll tell you what, for one, thank you for saying that, but I feel like where I, I don't give myself enough credit, you probably give me too much credit. For me, it was one simple fact. Mama Gales wasn't going to let me play football, basketball, anything else. Hopscotch, jump rope, nothing. If my grades weren't on par. You know what I mean? That was it. She just laid the expectations out, and if you fall short, you're not playing. And because I like to do stuff, you know, I made sure my grades are right. There was a very simple dynamic between my mother and I. You know, and there was a, a good period where my father wasn't a part of the household, and she had to be both father and mother, working multiple jobs, busting herself, I mean, breaking her body to make sure we had at least the bare essentials. And oftentimes we fell short. But what she did was she laid out expectations and said, you will have this grade, these grades together, right? And if you play sports, you will put your best effort forward. Or what am I wasting time for? And you know it. Like, she was on it. She was at practices. Little Spark was in there. She was at practices, games, everything. But we've been, you know, she's been behind the bus in the station wagons, the little Nissan, the Gales Mobile, as it was so deemed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she didn't play. That's what I say, man. You know, you know, you know, I look at how, I look at how, like, you know what I'm saying, how y'all, you know, you, you came up with just your mom and she made a way for all of you guys, you and your sisters. And I always seen smiles on y'all faces all the time. It, it didn't matter, nothing. And, you know, I'm like, what the hell? You know, not really back then, but as I get older now, I'm like, what the hell was it any time should, should anybody be mad? Because you don't ever know what people are going through. And like, right. I always had smiles. I always had big hearts. Uh, if I needed a ride, Mama Gales would go 50 in their car. You know, it need a place <laughs> to eat. I'd come over there. And it was yeah. just, y'all, man, look here. I don't care if you, if you don't want to take the credit of your, your mom or sister. Y'all just good people. You don't find too many people like you guys. And, I, and I'm, I'm I'm very appreciative for you to yeah. be one of my best friends. I'm very appreciative I met you, your mom, and your sisters. And y'all are forever be more than just friends to me. It's like, she like my second mom, you my brother, and your sisters is my sisters. Because Absolutely, man. People like that just, I'm telling you, man, people like that just, like you guys, it, it just... It just make you, I don't know, man. It, it's a good thing. I, I can't find a word for it. I get emotional, but y'all just good people, man. And <laughs> well, look, let me feel about Credit yourself, man. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. I'll take it, man. I appreciate it. And, you know, people like you help keep a lot of people going. You know, Sidney Dean is a, is, a, is a name around there. And either you're going to like, for most of us, at least from my perspective, it makes you laugh and it makes you, you know, get yourself up. But, like, when you see little things, like, I, I'll tell you what. Um, who was it? Blair? Oh, Blair Killing, right? Shout out to Blair out there. He had a post, you know, talking about being at Disney and seeing a person with no legs, one arm, and working his butt off in a wheelchair. And he ends it. The dismount was beautiful. What's your excuse? And I literally looked at I was like, oh, my God, I got to do some push-ups. <laughs> Maybe I should eat a little, just a little bit less. 
But understanding, like, mm-hmm. those examples are all around us. And uh, Asha Gales writes in the, um, in the chat, kids need role models, but also the capacity to deal with failure. And understanding that one failure doesn't make you a failure, it's just part of life. Boy, that's a word, man. Because let me tell you, you said that I was I had a plan B and all that. I was doing work. You know, I was just doing what I was told. But I tell you, the first sign that, you know, after all that doing what I was told didn't work, um, <laughs> people know my track record, man. I, it, I, I, after grad or failing from Bandy, look, I'm over stuttering. After failing out of Bandy and all that stuff, man, and, and not knowing what the real issue was, you know, if it was women, that's easy. Give up women. If it was drinking or drugs, like rehab or something. But it was something else. I didn't even understand the, I didn't understand the concept of mental health, you know? Yeah, and trying to swallow all that, it was it was too much. But had I had that more of an example of, you know, hey, this is just one thing, keep going. Because I had all the help. You know, when, yeah. when that coach came and talked to me, he's like, we're not going to have you back next year. You know, but we got a couple other D1 colleges who would like to give you a shot. And I turned it down because I decided, nope, I'm going to make this work. Pride. Pride. I didn't have that person smacking me in the back of the head like, boy, man, go to North Carolina. Go to UT. It's, it'll be okay. <laughs> like, you'll still be able to pursue your dreams from those schools. But I was just foolhardy to the point where I was working at General Motors and going. To, I went back and was paying my own way to Vandy just to kind of prove something to myself while working at General Motors. You know what I mean? It's nuts. Yeah, and you know, you know, like right now, you know, me and you came up with this. More for your idea than mine, you, you consult with me uh, coming up with this uh, this podcast hours mm-hmm. uh, last year, you know, during the pandemic. I, I think it was it, it's close to almost a year because it was like July when you came to the house. <laughs> but it was getting close to a whole year, but you, you came with me with this thing, and you were like Sydney, you were like man, you you got you got the you got the attitude for podcasts. You 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 know you you know how to make people laugh. You're energetic. <laughs> I think what I say is you're a daggone clown, and other people need to know about it. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and you know, I I didn't second guess it, but I'm like, I messed some up because I know how I am. You know what I'm saying? I messed some up, but I be like, I, I knew I had you. You know, which is, I always say you the brains of the show. I knew you, I had you to calm me down, but I'm like, I mess you up. So when we started doing it, and I, you might have seen me, you might have seen me post, it, and and people who listen to us, it, it's people out around that don't want me, Mr. Gales, to make it in this. But you know what? I used to get mad about that, but I don't get mad about that now because mm. I, we need those type people. That <laughs> motivates me. That encourages me to know that somebody want me for, to fail, want us to fail. That's going to make me more and more want to succeed mm-hmm. because I, I, to myself, I failed in sports because I didn't fall in sports. I failed in education because I didn't push myself hard enough. You know, uh, it's, it's some parenting things that I ain't all the way do right. I failed at that, and I'm making up for it. Well, this is one task right here that I'm not going to fail at. So I need those people who don't want us to make it. I need those people who don't like us. I need those people who say our show is this, that, and the other. Keep on doing it. I feed off that. I don't know about Mr. Gale. I think he do, but he do it in a quiet way to me. But I like <laughs> that. I want that because we're going to be successful. It might be five years from now, 10 years from now, 15 years from now. But this name... It wasn't Dean, but the podcast, it will be a name that people know. And to all our people who tune in and watch the show and everything, I love y'all, and I appreciate it. Like, I'm not just, I say it every week, 
but I really appreciate it. We appreciate y'all doing, you know, on, even if it's just people we grew up with. Just, that let you know that the people that you grew up with, they really did like you because they're tuning in and supporting something that you're doing. And we appreciate that to the team. But that's what I said. We, we have failed before, but this, this project that we're doing together, because no one person is perfect, but together we can be perfect and we're going to be right. perfect and we're going to make this thing go. Well, here's what happens, man. Like showing our appreciation, like we, we got a couple of things lined up and hopefully it pans out and whatnot. Um, but like little things like this, right? Oh, let me get there we go. Kiss by Shay. Shout out to Jasmine and company. Right. Uh you know, we wanna we wanna show appreciation to other people, like who that podcast. Man, you talk about Brendan Sprawl and, and Paco spending time with me. You know what I mean? Just every little bit helps. For many to make time to fit in two things like one of course our sister Tanya is getting married you know shouts out to her and, and the fiance uh, I'm look, really looking forward to that me and my family man that's gonna be fun and then uh, also I've always wanted to do cranking paint with Wesley Bonner out there shout out to Wesley or sorry Team B I always call people governments man what is that I'm trying to get used to the you know nicknames but uh, yeah man shout out to Toon Oh, and matter of fact, we're going to try to look. If this don't work, if you don't hear the volume out there, people, I'm so sorry. I'm trying to do this on the fly. But uh, just check the dates out. We're going to class the show up with some, you know, some quality uh, graphics here. But, yeah, I believe it's June 26th. And, uh, you know, let's just check it out and, I don't know, tell me what you think. In my coat, got a girl doing coke We drink up and we smoke, but she always do the most It kinda turned me on the way she licking on my stones My chains on and a freeze, it look like I made a clone Wanna see you get more sassy, if it bring out better emotions She caught me a god the way I floated in her ocean When I floated, I gave her a dose of, she was already hooked <laughs> I don't even know if I did that right, I hope it turned out well, let me tell you, cranking paint. I'm excited. The uh, you know, at least at least one half of Gales and Dean will be there. Dean is uh gonna figure out his schedule, but we did have we have at least three seats that we're just gonna pay make. We're gonna pay for a t-shirt as well as an actual um what do you call it, uh, an actual seat at this event. Now, so 
we'll figure out a fun way to do it. Maybe like the first person that chimes in on with the phrase of uh, pay the man anytime Dean curses like we're not supposed to because we're trying to court Disney. <laughs> what do you think, Dean? Can we pull that off? Is that flag legal? Sorry, is that flag legal? Me going on when we're there? Oh, by the way, real quick, Cranky Paint with tunes. Byob is very grown. You show up, get your T-shirt. We'll get you, you know he'll get you squared away on what we're painting and all that sort of thing. It's a really cool thing. I've always wanted to do this. I am so excited, so excited. Yeah, so that's June 26, yeah. seven to ten p.m. But my sister said, my sister told me, she said, when you come in town that day, you got to be in the morning building at 10 o'clock and you ain't leaving. So I might be able to sneak away for a while. That's bad, bad, bad. Yeah. We're excited. With the suit on and everything. With the suit yeah. on and everything. But to continue with the other shout outs, man, firm ending opinions was so gracious to have us on. That was fun. Even though we were way over our heads with all those lawyers. James, shout out James. And, uh, so, yeah, man. There's a lot going on, a lot to pass around, but for right now, we're going to go on into tropics. Oh, that music trips me out every time. So, Tropics, a.k.a. Trending Topics. Dean, what we got this week? Trending Topics. We got the tennis player. Uh, she's, I think she's like uh, Asian and black. What's her, you got a name for me? <laughs> yes. Her name is uh, Naomi Osaka. Ooh, Osaka. Naomi Osaka. She dropped out of the French opening, uh, citing the mental health because she didn't want to uh, speak with the media due to mental health issues. I guess, you know, she, she has problems when she has to speak to the media. Mm-hmm. Um, and it messed with her mental because the questions and stuff they ask her sometimes about her, about her, you know, her, her race or ethnicity, if I speak right, and things like that. And, you know, some people give them a backlash, but I've seen a lot of professional athletes uh, 
Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, uh, mm-hmm. uh, some WNBA players, uh, Serena, the queen of, of tennis, tennis, Serena Williams, give her some big shout-outs for doing that. To me, man, and, and this is me because I was athlete, you athlete, because some of the questions that the media asks you are dumb questions. Some of the questions they ask you are personal questions that might hurt you to a way they doing it to get them famous mm. or get some fame, but they hurt you at the same time. If you don't want to speak, you ain't got to speak. Or you can do it when you want to. Like, you know, she's not that old. You know, she's young. And to get asked some of those questions that she had been asked before in the past, mm. I don't blame her. I don't blame her one bit. Um, she made a name for herself. Hell, she beat Serena Williams. I mean, come on, man. Right. She go out there and she do her job. She wins her matches. She does nothing else, you know, to to put the spotlight on her. So she don't want to talk to the media. And some people try to ridicule her. But Dean, but Dean, let me slow you down. I think she did right, and I stand behind her. I wanna, I wanna throw in some. Absolutely, she did right. She don't have. She's probably contractually obligated, but she is in no way, shape, and form obligated to talk about her personal life. You know, and I wish she had some of that Marshawn Lynch. You know, Ricky Williams, whatever in them, you know, where she just goes yeah. and says, uh, no comment and just stares them in the face, letting them know, like, why does this matter? I play tennis and you want me to solve like the world's geopolitical landscape because I'm both Japanese and black, you know, because part of this started, part of it started if you, you know, because that Dr. Omar dude, he has some good points and some of his points are appalling. I can't stand them. I cringe and I just like, I wish I was there just to ask a couple of follow-up questions that he usually don't get follow-up because he's one of those, I'm very loud and in your face and let me tell you something else. You know what I mean? He's very, he's, he's very extra, you know, as the kids say. Yeah, yeah. But one of the things he said was like, come on, sister, you got to represent black people and not represent the Japanese people and blah, blah, blah. It's like, she was, she's, from, she's from Japan and she has a black father. It happens. I think he was in the military or something. But, like, why is it her, this young lady's job to be to shoulder the burden for all black people? And what she's doing is, is like, you know, I, I, it's just rough. I don't blame her. You know, she got to take care of herself. Because I guarantee you she comes out and sucks up the place. Then they're going to be talking, well, you know, she's supposed to be the next Serena, the next black hope and blah, blah, blah. And turns out, you know what I mean? All this stuff. Like, the media is tricky. And you said they ask stupid questions. They don't ask stupid questions, Dean. They ask the questions that they think I can get a reaction out of and sell papers because of what we've done with this multimedia you know, format. It's nuts out there. It's doggy dog, but it's the people on top that has us at each other's throats. So we can't even take a breath and you know try to think for a little bit and then speak sense. It usually turns out that we just say a bunch of gossipy stuff and it's this or another, and when we make things binary, we don't really get very far. It's not very fruitful. But that's just right, me. Man. Uh, well, like I said, I, I don't have a problem with what she did. Uh, she dropped out. <laughs> she's like, what, 19, 20, 21? She's not that old, so, right. she, so what she dropped out? You don't you have any more French opens right. that she'll play in. Uh, she's already set herself up for life. So Bro, when, you look at that Tiger Woods, when you look at that Tiger Woods documentary, if you haven't seen it, I'd suggest you check it out. It's on HBO Max. Shout out to HBO Max. Pay us some money. <laughs> so when you look at that documentary, man, like, I see, like, I mean, it's easy to point at all the negative stuff and say, oh, I can't believe this or that or the third. But, like, what we, and I'm using the term we loosely, 
what people did, especially in those days, was from the time this dude was, what, four to six years old, put all this pressure on him. You know, you can talk about his father putting all this pressure on him, but because of his talents, we put a lot of pressure on this dude and deified him to a point where he drove himself mad. That's what it looks like to me. But, like, you know, at what point do we got to say, like, hey, man, you say something like that again, media, we're not going to watch your channel anymore, right? We're not going to buy your newspapers, click your articles, whatever it is. But they know they know that they have us, man. One good thumbnail with a good saucy title, and all of a sudden everyone's clicking on it and passing and sharing, and everyone has something to say. You know? I hate saying stuff like that. Right, um, it, it's just crazy, man, but, like, like I said, um, I stand behind her or any athlete. I don't care what color you are. Any athlete, and they, they're saying, uh, uh, they're asking you questions that touch home, personal questions about family, your race, and anything like that. If you don't talk, mm. you don't talk. And I don't think you should be ridiculed about it. That's your choice. It ain't like you going out murdering somebody or, or just bashing somebody's mm. family. You just don't want to talk. So I stand behind. Well, I'll tell you what, man. This really brings me to something else that's pretty important. Like, is it fair to call skinny people skinny if you can't call fat people fat? <laughs> I'm just, I'm asking for a friend. Drew had a post out there. He's like, yeah, you can't call me skinny anymore if I can't call you fat. And I was like, hmm, that seems fair. I wanted to know, you know, you being in between, right? You ain't skinny or fat. You know, what do you wait? Like, what do you land on this? Very important issue here in America. All right, you may look at it. You know, yeah, you know me. Y'all know I'm just a funny guy. <laughs> so I, I say shit. Pay the <laughs> man. People skin. So I don't really want to, I don't really want to chime in and answer this stuff because I've ran into some, I've ran into smart ass big people and I've Pay ran the into man. smart ass skinny people. Pay the man. So God, I, don't, God, I don't really want to chime in on this because I'm going to put somebody off. So I'm going to keep quiet on this. <laughs> oh, man. What's up, Tune? Tune on there. Look, I imagine. Look, he says what up, right? But I imagine it's like what up, man. You know what I mean? I I've never seen I've never seen a warrior be so laid back and chill, boy. I don't get it. Right, right, right. And once again, chime in. We got three seats available, three to four, depending on what Dean's gonna do. That gummy Dean. <laughs> no, I know, which is why look, we'll talk about it after the show. Oh, we'll talk about it after the show, post show meeting, whatever. Anyway, Mister yeah, Two, <laughs> we're promoting your cranking paint June twenty sixth, seven to ten p.m. And look, I told, I was telling people that we got some seats available. It's free. We, we already got some shirts. It's free. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm looking at the. <laughs> I'm looking at the comments. My wife is like, by my calculations, Dean owes one million nine hundred seventy-eight thousand seven hundred eighty-three dollars. Like, God, dog, no, Dean. Hey, hey, tell Asher if Disney pays, that's all we took care of him. If Disney, <laughs> Disney don't want us, that's the joke. Well, anyway, so anyway, anytime Dean curses, all you got to do is chime in. If you want one of these seats at Painting Crank, um, chime in with Pay the Man. And we'll give you a we'll give you a free seat and a t-shirt. That's it. God, dog, Dean. <laughs> well, then hell, you're gonna be on a lot of shit, man. 
Painter Man, Painter Man, Painter Man. God bless America. Yeah, man. No, I can't mess with you, bro. Look, we, we just, let's just go on into something else near and dear to our hearts. You ready? Let's go, buddy. Shines of the week. The tea is solid. That is true. The tea is solid. All right. Challenge of the week, a.k.a. Cows. Dean, what you got for us this week? Challenge of the week. Challenge of the week, man. You know me. I do the physical part of this challenge of the week. And I want people this week to find yourself a trail, a park, or anything, Mm. and set yourself up. Whatever you can do, find there. To turn it and you know make it in like an obstacle course, do it. And what I mean by that, they don't mean set it up. So you know you got the pavilions, you got the you got the playgrounds. Uh, some places you got the rocks. Just sit and you know so you can turn it into an obstacle course some kind of way. Run around it. If it, if it's a slide, you know crawl under it. Just one day out of this week, just force yourself to do something at that park in like an obstacle course. 20 minutes of it, a 20 minute obstacle course. I know you can do it because some people do uh, a two hour obstacle course, if not an all day obstacle course. I want people to really challenge yourself to see can you do this, Mr. Gales. I don't want to hear nothing about the angry stuff. I'm going to get out there and do it myself. Get dirty. Uh-huh. Rain, rain or heat. Get dirty. Have fun. Make it fun. Take some friends out there with you. Take some family out there with you. Just make it a fun obstacle course, but push each other as you're doing it. And that's what I want people to do. All right, all right. See, that's something I can do now that I'm off crutches, Dean. Crutches. I'm on crutches and you owe me. Man, there ain't no excuse. You can still do Like, crutches, bro. <laughs> like, I can, look, I'll be fine. I'll do some walks and do some trails. I like it. And mine, of course, you take care of the physical. I try to do something mental. Here's what I would love for people to do. Go out and get, purchase, download, check YouTube for the audio book, whatever you get your audios, anything. Uh, join me and your boy Anson King, and we'll be doing another uh, once a month. We're trying to get 12 books in a month. All right, whether it's audio or you read it yourself or do a, both, which is what I do. I kind of read along with the audio. Um, the next book we're doing is Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. Go get it wherever you can, listen to it, whatever, and then join us. Uh, it will be at the end of end of June. And we'll do the next one. The last one, please check that out at the What the Frap page. Uh, we did the narrative of the life of Frederick Douglass. Really good read, man. And your boy Anson is, I can't keep up with him. He's got all his energy. So yes, yes, yes. that'll be that. All yes, right. yes, yes. Well, so, man, what you think, man? Yeah, I think, I think that'll do it. Hold on, when's that ever stopped him? Period. LOL. <laughs> Talking to Black. He said, Bleep, Dean, you can't cuss on here? I said, Nope. But when has that ever stopped him? Hey, you tell Black. Hey, you play Black, Jeremy Ground, aka Downtown, <laughs> my guy, my little brother, forever. You wait till I get to town. You wait till I get to town. <laughs> hey, you just, don't, you just don't lose that men's league championship. I won't give them 30 to win because when I finally come back, my team will beat y'all. So y'all go mm. ahead and win that championship. That's what I want y'all to do. You stay focused on winning that championship. <laughs> All right, so anywho, anytime Dean Custis say pay the man, we'll get you some free seats. Join the book club once a month. Thank you, wife. Once a month, we'll be reading a book. 
and um, you know, audio, regular, whatever. Got the challenges of the week, and I think that does it for us. Last word, Mr. Dean. Last word, man. Look, I, I said it earlier in the show. I said it last week. I, I'm gonna sound like a broken record saying, people, everybody who chiming in on Mondays. Usually we do it on Mondays. We do it on Tuesdays this week. Everybody who chime in, your comments, your activity, your likes, um, your suggestions, we appreciate all that. Uh, to all our friends that we grew up with, that are watching, we really appreciate y'all. We got much love for y'all. Whatever y'all do, we're going to support it. We're going to shout it out. We're going to keep it going. we all going to be successful together. Peace and love, and y'all be safe. Peace. Thank you.